guys, it's Tim, and this is Pro Wrestling Unlimited, as we are here on the 4th of April, 2022, to talk about everything that went down tonight on Monday Night Raw, the Raw after WrestleMania. And to be honest, as a Raw after WrestleMania, I felt like this was just a show. I felt like there was nothing really that special for tonight's show, and it was just a show. It was it. Just a show. Nothing, you know, all that extra special, if I'm being completely honest with you guys. If we if we really look at it, and I, you know, go scroll through my notes really fast. As far as a Raw After Mania thing, really the only... Because, you know, you think Raw After Mania, surprises. The only surprises we really got were Veer, which wasn't really a surprise, but it was a debut. So surprises and debuts. Elias Ezekiel. And then randomly, they changed the NXT title on Raw. Like, what does that do for anything? We'll talk about all of it as we get going because it's like, just another episode of Raw with a shitty crowd. This place was packed to the brim. Like, I had friend, a friend there sent me a video showing, no, this place is packed up. This crowd sucked. Other than Cody and maybe Roman, because, like, Roman got an okay re reaction. It was weird, because, like, someone would say something, and they'd go, oh, boo. I forgot, oh, oh. Oh, no, that's wrong. I'm trying to think. It was like, Heyman would say something, they'd cheer Roman, and then boo immediately. So, I don't know. Uh, this crowd kind of shit all over this. There's one point where Edge is like, you fans are nothing more than sheep. And they're like, we are sheep. We are sheep. And they're like, sheep, 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 sheep. And then there was another spot where... Where was it? What was the other chance? They chanted sheep, sheep, sheep. Then Damian Priest says something about, let me tell you why I, you know, like what Edge is talking about and saying. And they're like, we don't care. We don't care. And then Damian Priest said something about the crowd, the fans being losers. And they go, we are losers. We are losers. Then they almost give. AJ and I'm, I'm shouldn't be talking about this yet, but they also give AJ a concerto. Officials run down to save it or save him, and we get a thank you, noble. Thank you, noble. Really, this crowd fucking sucked. If I'm being completely honest, this crowd sucked. And kind of, it wasn't a good show to start, but took away from the show a little bit as well. I mean, it wasn't that good of a book to show to start. I mean, a tag team lost to the champions and are still getting a title shot next week. Like, what the hell? We'll talk about it all here in a moment. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by don uh, hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. 
You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. You take that Amazon Prime account, you take that Twitch account, you link them together, bada bing, bada boom, there you go. You're Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games. This month, one of the free games is Elder Scrolls, the Elder Scrolls 4, no, it, hold on, it's Elder Scrolls 4, uh, Elder Scrolls, eh, let me double check. Let's double check. It is... Why is it not loading? The Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion Game of the Year Edition. And you also get Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville, which is actually kind of a fun game. You also get free stuff for games like Call of Duty Mobile, New World, Valorant, PUBG, Grand Theft Auto Online, League of Legends, Two Point Hospital, Rainbow Six Siege, and so much more. You even get cool stuff. All guys. But with that, remember the one thing that never changes with your Twitch Prime, your Prime Gaming subscription is that you get one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribed right here for Wrestling Unlimited. But on the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well with a super chat or a super sticker donation. Remember, all super chats do get read live on the air. Also, remember, you can hit that join button down below to become a member of the become a member of the channel, a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to pod, uh, do non-news videos, and so much more. Plus, also remember that you can do all that, but more directly support us over at patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. <clears throat> Finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy a game. Buy an old game, buy a new game, buy a game, pre-order a game. Game that's not out yet. All you got to do when you're checking out right before you click confirm, left side. It's going to say the right side. You have a creator code and you do. It's PW Unlimited. Yep, your creator code is PW Unlimited. But with that, we've got a bunch to talk about tonight as far as Monday Night Raw. Raw does go that kicked off with Cody Rhodes. Cody opened up the show. Came up through a platform, walked down the ramp. Crowd chanted big for him. He had a big fireworks display. When he hit the ring, the crowd continued cheering and chanting, and they stated, God, they chanted, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Cody soaked it in and soaked it in. He went to talk, and then he soaked it in a little more and said, so, what do you guys, no, I actually said, so, what do you guys want to talk about? Rose then kind of got real. He said, it's been 47 days since I became a free agent, and he's heard all kinds of stories and things about him. People thought it would be hard for him to return to WWE, but it wasn't. It was the easiest decision of his life. He mentioned that he signed a new multi-year deal, and the crowd chanted, you deserve it. Rhodes said that any doubts that he would be eradicated on Saturday, or any doubts were eradicated on Saturday when he rose through the stage and defeated one of the best in the business, Seth Rollins. He mentioned a quote about stumbling before reaching success. Cody then said, now let's look at the Tron. And he looks up, and there's a picture of Dusty, September 26th, 1977, in Madison Square Garden. Cody starts to get emotional. I start to get emotional. He goes, that's just not, that's not just my father. 
That's not just the American dream. That's my hero. Got a chance, Dusty. Cody mentioned that Dusty was holding the same belt that Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and even Triple H once held. He pauses to hear if he got a, any sort of reaction for Triple H. I like that one. He's like, he's like, that's the same belt that Hulk Hogan, they all booed. Undertaker, cheers. Shawn Michaels, cheers. And Triple H. All held. He said that same belt. He said that photo was on the mantle in their parents' room till the day his dad passed away. When he was young, he asked his father what that picture meant. He said, I probably didn't phrase it right. I said, quote, I didn't know you were a champion like Hulk Hogan. Dusty explained, champion's advantage. He said, yes, I won that night in the garden, but I won by count out. And that means you win the match, but not the belt. At eight years old, Cody knew what he had to do. He had a dream. His dream was to win that belt and one day hand it, place it in the hands of the American dream, Dusty Rhodes, and tell him that nobody can ever take this away from you again. Cody then admitted, well, that time has passed. Or did it? He said, I can't physically place this belt in the hands of the American dream, but I can put it around the waist of the American nightmare. Crowd cheered heavily. Crowd then chanted, you can do it. You can do it. And Rhodes chuckled. Rhodes says his intentions were clear, and he was ready. Finally ready. He was going to do for his family, for himself, for the fans, for the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. He's going to win the belt. He's going to win the big one that always eluded his family. Out would then come Seth Rollins. Rollins would make his way down to the ring and pranced around in a pink suit. Cody threw back the mic, offered a handshake. Rollins laughed, shook his hand, and said, welcome home. That was it. That was the last we saw of Cody Rhodes tonight on Monday Night Raw. Now, if you're there live, you got to see Cody Rhodes versus Kevin Owens. Cody Rhodes versus Kevin Owens was the dark match. Then, also, there's a random graphic on the screen that says, hey, by the way, Dolph Ziggler is defending the NXT title against Braun Breaker later. Just so you know. Like, what? Huh? Who? Okay, then. We then had a non-title championships contender match. It was the new women's tag team champions, Sasha Banks and Naomi, against Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan in a nine-minute match. Ripley gave Naomi a vertical suplex, a delayed vertical suplex at that early on in the match that seemed to last almost 20 seconds. The teams exchanged dives, and Naomi came out with control. Ripley was randomly in control following the break, but Naomi came back with a disaster kick. They both tagged out and Banks gave Morgan a Meteora for a two. Morgan fought her off and used a double-team powerbomb for a two. Naomi chucked Ripley from the ring before she and Banks used a combo glam slam code breaker to finish off Morgan and pick up the victory. After the match, there was a little moment between Ripley and Morgan where Ripley was, frust Ripley was frustrated and then walked out. And Liv's like, what? <laughs> Are you mad? Why are you mad? It's like, you fucking pinned. That's why she's mad. 
Who knows, music will hit as well. We are left. And we got, I don't know what to call this. This is weird and dumb. Owens admitted that his plans for Steve Austin might have been a little bit of a mistake. Turns out, Austin was still great. And, well, he had to be great. Be one of the greatest to ever step into the ring himself. Owens tricked Austin into wrestling again. But he made, may have tricked himself because he had a bit of a bad back going into that match. Owens said he hurts. He hurt his back lifting the weight of the day before. Uh, Owens hurt his back lifting weight the day before. And you could tell by the way he was walking. Owens said that he should have gone home. But the WWE fans needed him. And he sacrificed himself for them. He said Austin's win is in the record book. But it could be stricken from those records. Then... He gets interrupted. And on the screen it says, Ezekiel. Now, would come, oh, I don't even know what to say. It was Elias. Clean shaven, shorter hair, not short hair, but shorter, like shoulder length. And he wore the gear that we saw in the 2K promo fit, uh, photos. The salmon and white trunks, the salmon and white wristbands, and all of that. Some said he looked like a more jacked Hugh Jackman. Owen squinted and goes, Elias? The crowd laughed. Ezekiel responded saying, I am not Elias. I'm Ezekiel, Elias' younger brother. The then lightly started chanting, walk, walk, or walk with the light. I don't know how they did it. I forget. He started chanting, walk with Elias, walk with Elias, walk with Elias, walk with Elias, something like that. I don't remember exactly. Owens wasn't buying it that he was lying. Owens said, I hate liars. And I guess we're just going to call him Ezekiel. Ezekiel goes, well, you hate yourself? Because uh, you lied to Steve Austin and then got a stunner at WrestleMania. I started chanting, you got stunned, you got stunned. Owens and said he never liked Elias anyways. He likes him even less now. And they called him Eric. They told him to get the hell out of the ring. Owens counted down from 10, but he never budged. And then he barched off. Owens was good here, but this was weird and dumb and stupid. So, yeah, this is the same guy. No, he does not actually have a brother that looks like him. This is Elias. They've changed his name, and now the whole gimmick is, I'm not Elias, I'm Ezekiel. Elias' little brother. Cool. I don't know where the hell this goes, but it's downright dumb. And for anybody that tries to play it up going, that's not really Elias. Well, you're dumb too. Just going to say it. I know it's probably rude to say, but if you try to play along, you're dumb too. It's just like when Joseph Park would go, Where's Abyss? I need to find Abyss. You are Abyss. No, I'm Joseph Park. <clears throat> Next up, we had The Miz versus Dominic Mysterio in a 31-second match where The Miz won clean with a skull-crushing finale in 31 seconds. Yes, you hear me say that. 31 seconds the day before Dominic's 25th birthday. 
The day before Dominic's 25th birthday, he loses in 31 seconds. And also, think about this one. Dominic is now older than Randy Orton when he won his first world title. Everyone goes, man, Dominic's still young. What about Randy Orton? So Dominic gets beat, and then out comes Veer. Out comes Veer. Um, I'm going to refer, refer to a chat question here in a second. Uh, Veer comes down after the match and attacks the Mysterios. Veer then lays them both out and puts Dominic in some weird, wacky camel clutch type move, and Dominic's frantically tapping. Ah, Mert, Mert. Yeah. This is leading to Veer versus Ray next week. Also, Gabriel Press says, this like Mankind McFoley? No. Because they never tried to say they were different people. They never tried to say they were related either. Mick, as dude love, never tried to say, Ooh, daddy, I'm Cactus Jack's brother. Ooh, yeah, daddy. No. Everybody knew that it was always Mick Foley. And he never tried to, like, trick anybody into saying, Oh, yeah, I'm Doodle Love, and Mankind will be here in a minute. Or, oh, I'm Mankind's brother. No. No. Uh, Reveal says, You notice that no one yelled out AEW when Cody came out on both WrestleMania and Raw. AEW is Cobra. WWE NXT is G.I. Joe. I, I mean, I get the G.I. Joe reference. I don't see how it fits. But yeah, no. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? What, they shouldn't be chanting AEW at Cody. And to be honest, Cody, in that ring tonight, putting a promo on Monday Night Raw just felt right. It just felt right. Women do the second hour of the show and Bianca Belair comes out. She thanks the fans. Removes her sunglasses to reveal a very bad black eye. So if you don't remember exactly what happened here, it looked like Becky was going for some sort of like Molly go round. You know, front flip off the top rope where you land right on them. You do the front flip, you land on them, and everyone falls down. Well, Bianca was too far back and got kicked right in the eye. And this is the result of it. She says she stood here tonight with just one eye, but wanted to thank Becky for that because she lost. After she lost the SummerSlam, she realized how much better she actually could be. She also learned how quickly it could all be taken away. Belair didn't cheat or injure her opponent to get what she wanted. Lynch did everything she could to take her out and even targeted her eye. But no matter what Lynch tried, she overcome it or overcame it. The fans came to expect more from their champions, and she will be a better champion. She said no woman in the back had what it took to beat her because after Saturday, she was even better. She suggested that Lynch use this downtime to find out exactly who she really is without the belt. Bailout called herself the EST and the new Raw Women's Champion. Fireworks played and that was it. Very anticlimactic segment. No one came out. We have no real semblance of what's going to be next for Bianca. It made it seem like Becky's not going to be there. She said, with well, this downtime, you have Becky. So it's like, does that mean Becky is 
taking some time off? Is Becky just not getting a rematch at all? I don't know. But they did make it clear Becky's not going for this title right back away. It's not like Becky's going to go, oh, I want my rematch. No, it doesn't sound like that. But now you say, well, who can challenge? I have no idea. And they didn't tease anything tonight, which really, really was not the right move. I mean, I guess you could set something up next week and maybe you didn't want to do too much because Bianca in the eye. But if we don't get any teases next week on what's next for Bianca, uh, I don't know. They got a Braun Breaker video package before, well, a 10-minute match for the NXT title. Ziggler slapped Braun right at the start of the match. Braun used a suplex early on, but Ziggler outsmarted him to take control. He trash-talked and said, This is the big leagues, you idiot. Braun avoided a kick and countered a leapfrog into a great-looking body slam. Ziggler regained control after drop-kicking Braun off the top rope, and he remained in control after the break. Ziggler went for a fame master, but Braun countered into a powerbomb. Braun followed us up with a running shoulder tackle, overhead suplex, and a clothesline. Rude popped up on the apron to cause a distraction, and Ziggler used it for a schoolboy for a two. Braun then wiped out Rude with a flip dive, but Ziggler hit him with the fame master back in the ring for a two. Ziggler racked Braun in the eyes and hit a super kick for a near fall. Ziggler set up for another super kick, but Braun killed him with a spear. Braun followed this up with a military press slam for, uh, for the pin and picked up the victory, winning the NXT title. Yeah, Braun Breaker wins the NXT title, not on the NXT show, not on Stand and Deliver, just randomly in an unannounced match on Raw. So, Rick, are you doing? unannounced you should have at least announced this match was going to take place but it shouldn't have anyways this should have happened tomorrow night also why what reason is it for Braun Breaker to deserve another title shot he got beat on Saturday if you really wanted him to have the belt you should have had him win it on Saturday and I know all you goddamn people are going to be like more eyes more eyes. There's more people in the building tonight. There's more people watching Raw than, than Stand and Deliver. Or, you know, you gotta do it when there's more people watching. Then why ever do an NXT show? Premium live event, whatever you want to call them. You know? It should have been a Stand and Deliver. It shouldn't have been tonight on Raw. This was dumb and moronic and idiotic. This is stupid. Because it makes us now think, oh, NXT don't matter. Like, we, we're already taught to think that anyways. Whatever happens in NXT usually doesn't matter. But it makes the, I guess you could call them former takeovers, meaningless. Meaningless. If you're going to have the title change on Raw instead of there. Two days later. Not even like two weeks later. Two days later. Oh, and they didn't tell the USA Network this was happening because... An hour and a half later, a commercial aired saying, at Stand and Deliver, Dolph Ziggler, and this was a commercial made by USA, at Stand, which also aired on the wrong day. But anyways, they said, at Stand and Deliver, Dolph Ziggler remained the NXT champion. See what's next tonight on NXT at 8 p.m. And I'm like, well, first off, it's tomorrow at 8 p.m. But still, uh, Dolph lost the belt an hour and a half ago, and now you're promoting him as the champion for the show tomorrow. 
one side not telling the other side, one side thinking of something at the end of this and that and everything. Yeah, last minute. Oof, this wasn't good. The match was good. The match was good. The execution and all this, it happening wasn't good. And Melvin Benton says, I don't watch much NXT 2.0, so it doesn't matter to me. That's not the point, Melvin. It's not the point. You don't understand where I'm coming from. It makes NXT seem insignificant. It makes it seem like, why should I be watching the premium live events? Why did I wake up early on Saturday morning to make sure I was watching the show and had all my stuff ready to watch and, and report on and all that stuff? You know what I mean? Yeah, Dolph's cheated at stand and deliver, so... How many people have cheated? Roman cheated at WrestleMania. Don't give me that shit, Ace. Dolph cheated or then and deliver. And Roman cheated at Mania. Low blow and a shot with the belt. Don't even give me that. Don't even give me, well, he deserves it because Dolph cheated. Okay, well, where's Brock? Brock, then you're going to use that? Brock deserves a rematch. That's all I'm going to say on that. That's not an excuse. That's not a way to validate what they did. Make an NXT stand and deliver seem like a nothing show because you couldn't do the title change there. You had to do it on Raw. Why? Because Raw's got more people watching. You know, dumb. Super dumb. Super dumb, dumb, dumb. As we move forward, MVP is in the ring. Lashley, he puts over Lashley's win at WrestleMania over Omos and said that he even managed to do it without him. He introduces Bobby Lashley in the crowd chance for Lashley. Lashley called Omos the strongest man he's ever been in the ring with. He started to doubt himself. Then he knew Omos made one mistake. That's all he needed. Omos would then interrupt. Omos didn't bother grabbing a mic to tell Lashley what he wanted. That was a rematch. Omos and Lashley shut each other down when MVP suddenly decked Lashley from behind. MVP then hammered away on Lashley and smacked him around. He then directed Omos to beat him up. Omos then continued the attack as the crowd chanted, you suck. MVP gave Lashley a running on basically a haluva kick in the corner and posed with Omos. MVP is now with Omos. Bobby's by himself and they're against each other. Bobby has lost everything in the last year. Belt. Boys. Manager. He went from being the WWE champion with Shelton, Cedric, and MVP in the Hurt Business to a guy getting laid out by Omos on Monday Night Raw. <clears throat> and how about Bubba? No, that's not a heel turn from MVP. It's a babyface turn for Bobby Lashley. Because the last time we saw Lashley, other than Mania, he was a heel. MVP associated with him, heel. So that's a baby face turn for Bobby Lashley, not a heel turn for MVP because he never went baby. Going forward in the back, we see Liv Moore, or Rhea Ripley, and we hear Liv running up. She's like, hey, what, what, what was all that in the ring? Why, why were you so upset? And Ripley just goes, it's all good. I spoke with Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville, and I convinced them to give us a tag team title shot next week on Raw. And Liv's like, really? I'm so happy to hear that. And Ripley thanked Morgan for being by her side. Said that she looked forward to them winning the titles next week. And I go, wait, what, huh? You lose it, Mania, whatever, cool. 
You then lose tonight to the champions. To the champions. And you still get a title shot next week? How does that make any sense? How does that make any sense? Huh? What? You think... Jorge Masvidal can go out there and lose to Colby Covington and then say, oh, by the way, I want a title shot, even though I lost in my last fight. No. Anna White ain't giving him a title shot after losing. No. And this shouldn't have happened either. This is not a dumbass move. You don't lose to the champions or lose a bunch of matches. Like what? They've never even won as a team. But you don't lose, especially the champions and then go oh by the way we're going to challenge them next week no how, how does that make any sense at all idiotic but I, I assume it's just going to lead to them losing again and then Rhea finally going ah screw you and, and attacking Liv and beating her up then they advertised Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler and boy was this a nothing happening segment because the match never happened this was Another dumbass, stupid ass, stupid shit. Ow. We had a block here of about 45 minutes that was just the worst, dirt worst. And this was the bottom of the barrel. The so Queen Zelina and Carmella come out. And Byron's like, something's wrong. What? Whoa, whoa, something's different. What, what, is, what is going on here? And Corey's like, don't say it. Don't say it, Saxton. And he goes, oh, they don't have belts anymore. He's like, that's my future wife you're talking about, Saxton. And I'm like, eh, okay, cool, whatever. They get into the ring, and you think Natty's music's going to hit, or Shayna's music's about to hit, and Carmella, or, and Zelina grabs a mic. He goes, Carmella, it was all your fault that we lost at WrestleMania. You're too preoccupied with yourself and Corey over there, who, well, is kind of handsome. And Carmella blew her off. She's like, what? No. Whatever. And the crowd's just dead. Just dead. And she said nobody cared about, cared that she won the queen's crown. Well, said if Zelina still wanted to go to her wedding, well, she could do so as the flower girl. And I'm like, what the, what? Zelina then goes to attack Carmella, who escapes and jumps in Corey's lap. Zelina then yanks her off of Corey. Corey jumps out of the chair to console her. And then they just start making out. Crowd booze. This is the dirt worst shit they've done in a while. They go from Zelina's mad at her for not being focused to, oh, we were just lying. We're not mad at each other. We're besties. Back to she's mad at her for not being focused. And now they're mortal enemies or whatever. And it's like, wait, what? You think Corey's handsome? You gonna you gonna cheat on Malachi? You gonna try and go after Corey and cheat on your husband, Malachi Black? Yeah, whatever. Uh, Robert Rice says, Tim, what happened to Shane and Mania? Nothing. No one said he was gonna be on the show. They said he was gonna be in Dallas. No one ever reported he was gonna be on the show. So it's like, what do you mean? What happened to Shane and Mania? Nothing happened because nothing was supposed to happen. Big weekend for his family, and he was in town. Plain and simple. The 
Really, Broken King Slender? You gotta ask that? Who's the face and who's the heel in the split? Oh, you're talking about, no, wait. You're talking about Car Carmella and, and, I thought you were talking about Liv and Rhea still. No, you're talking about Carmella and, and Zelina. That's a good question. Probably Zelina, the baby. Uh, there's video recap of the Pat McAfee, Austin Theory, Vince McMahon, Steve Austin stuff from night two. The Usos then approached Theory. They mocked him for being the supposed chosen one and still losing at WrestleMania. Theory fired up and told them that he planned on dropping Finn Balor tonight. Usos seemed a little satisfied with his rage. Sucks up. We got an eight and a half minute six man tag team match. It was the SmackDown tag team champions in Austin Theory against the Raw tag team champions and the U.S. champion. It was the Usos in Theory against Randy Orton, Riddle, and Finn. And to be honest, this match went eight and a half minutes, and I got like no notes because nothing really happened in this match. The heels worked over Riddle through a break. Orton made the hot tag. Crowd went a little nuts. Just a little. This crowd didn't even get the big Randy Orton, oh my God, hot tag pop. It was just a little nuts. Theory tagged himself in, drop kicked Orton, but Balor tagged himself in as well. Theory then put him in a headlock and then an elbow drop. Everyone traded big moves till Theory pinned Balor with the ATL. Oh, yeah, Theory going after that US title. Cool. Edge then came out, enters alone, called himself an honest man. Said AJ Styles would face his judgment day. And he did. Didn't expect Damien to appear, though. For years, Priest tried to satisfy the sheep just like him. Crowd then chanted, sheep, sheep, sheep. Then they chanted, we are sheep, we are sheep. Then they chanted, we aren't sheep, we aren't sheep. And I'm like, are you, what? It's not like all three of those. And I'm like, are you guys, are... excuse me? Edge then goes, looks around at the crowd while he's listening to him chanting. He goes, yeah, that's why you guys are idiots. And you're proving me right. Edgen says, I want to bring out a man that knows punishment, that knows what punishment really is, or something like that. And they're like, oh, Punishment Martinez, Damian Priest. Out comes Damian Priest. I like the, I like that, you know, his old name in, before WWE was Punishment Martinez. And a lot of times they use that as like a reference to him. Like, oh, yeah, this man knows what punishment is. I always like that with this, with this guy. Priest said that he lost four weeks ago leading up to WrestleMania. The crowd then chanted, we don't care. We don't care. Priest said that there was a time that that, that chant would have bothered him, but it doesn't anymore. Priest tried to please people. That all changed when he heard Edge's message a few weeks ago. Priest said that Edge and his message was for AJ Styles, but it sounded like those words were directed toward, straight towards him. Edge noted that Priest turned heel. Not the word he used, but you know what I mean. The same night he did. That he succumbed to his inner demons or something like that. Edge knew the Styles would be coming, and Edge issued a warning, and the Styles music hit. AJ entered and fought off Priest in the on the ramp, then sent him over the barricade. Styles posted Edge and grabbed two chairs. Styles set it for a concerto, but Priest decked him. Edge and Priest laid him out and went to give him a concerto when officials and stuff came down to break it up, and then the crowd chanted, Thank you, Noble! Thank you, Noble! And if you couldn't tell, I was not taking any of this serious whatsoever at all. Also, you want a group like this? Why'd you let go of Aleister Black, Malachi Black? 
I got to pull up Brody King's tweet here. Because basically he said the same thing. Ish, kind of, man, not really. He tweeted. Um, pull this up on the screen. Did not want it to work. He tweeted this. Picture of Edge and Damian Priest. Just name this duo. And he stated, when you order House of Black on Wish.com, <laughs> pop me. That popped me. It really did. So Alpha. So the next match was to be Alpha Academy versus the Street Profits. And Alpha Academy attacked the Street Profits before the match even starts, and they all start to brawl. And then this was all right the way they set this up. It was kind of eh. Adam Pierce just walks out and goes, "Hey, hey, 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 hey hold on one second. If all four of you guys would have told me you just wanted to fight, you should have just asked. Hey, ref, let everyone in the ring. And uh, Texas Tornado rules. Anything goes. Like, sure. That works. The match was about eight, eight and a half minutes. Montez Ford did a big flip dive over the turnbuckle, just like a mania. Alpha Academy, though, took control and remained in control through a commercial break. Otis grabbed a table, and the crowd cheered for the table. They set up Angelo Dawkins with a Vader bomb, but he managed to escape. Chad Gable tried uh, giving Ford a suplex through the table, but Ford pushed him off the top. Dawkins then knocked Gable onto the table. Ford nailed the frog splash through it and picked up the victory. There we go. Three Profits defeat the Alpha Academy. We get three matches announced for next week. Um, the women's tag team titles will be on the line when Naomi and Sasha Banks defend against Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. AJ Styles will go one-on-one with Damian Priest. And Veer taking on Rey Mysterio. Then we got our main event segment, which was basically a SmackDown commercial. Like, literally. Reigns comes down with the bloodline and Paul Heyman and all that, and they get into the ring, and Reigns looks, Reigns looks hurt. Every time he gets the belt, so they're on the ramp. Heyman holds, hands them both belts, and he's like going to lift him up, and he goes, oh. and then he immediately hands it back to Heyman. And they walk down, they get into the ring. He asks for the belts again, and he grabs them, and he's, hands him over to Heyman. And he goes, so, uh, I know what you guys want, but we're not going to start it like that. Wise man. Give him a little history on what the bloodline really is. And Heyman spoke about the bloodline's success. Heyman attributed WWE's biggest revenue year to Roman Reigns. He ran down a few other stats and said that, um, I think he said over WrestleMania weekend, viewership on Peacock went up 58%. Then he did the whole, um, he's like, um, what was it? Like, most people ever watched Survivor Series. Who was on top? And the crowd would, would go, Roman Reigns, boo! Most, most 
uh, biggest, gayest Royal Rumble history. And who was on top? Roman Reigns. Boo! And then finally hands the mic back to Roman Reigns. Reigns called himself the last needle mover because he's the only constant and operating on God mode. Reigns calls his shot and says he delivered it at WrestleMania. He said he would smash Brock Lesnar. and That's what he did. Reigns said that other men would hang their hats and think, oh, I got to keep, you know, keep thinking about that last moment. But that's not what he's doing. He's moving forward because he is the progressive, progressive tribal chief. He said, oh, and watch SmackDown on Friday. I'll tell you what's next for me. He just said, you want to know what's next? Watch SmackDown in four days. Like, you bastards. You keep Roman till the end of the show. You hype up that, you know, we're going to figure out what's going on with the new undisputed WWE Universal Champion. And then he says, watch SmackDown on Friday. Like, what? So earlier in the day, they were contemplating, does Roman open or does Cody open? Whoever was not going to open was going to close, and they ended up doing Cody open, Roman close. So I guess... It was smart that Roman closed if this is all it was. So that way it's not like he opens the show because I'm the progressive champion. I don't dwell on the past. I think about what's next. And you want to know what's next? Watch SmackDown on Friday. Yeah, since Saturday he did say Dallas acknowledged me, but he says that every week, so I don't recap that anymore because it's like, it's inevitable. He says it every week. It's like Jimmy Smith saying, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Monday Night Raw. Do, do I recap that every week? No, because it's the same thing. But with that, guys, that is everything that went down tonight on Monday Night Raw. You know what I thought of the show? Now it's time to find out what you guys thought of tonight's show. Remember, you can put your cat, super chats in the live chat to let me know what you thought. You can also text in to 510-906-1341. Let's pull up text messages here. Also, let's check the polls. Excuse me, BFG? That was because it was originally meant for Malachi before he left, and that's why it was given to Damien, etc. instead. What are you talking about? When Aleister Black was released last year, there was no plans for a heel, dark, demonic, edge stable. He did not leave. He was released. You're making shit up just to try to make things sound better. You can't just come in in here and start making crap up. Because that's, no. I'm not going to stand for that. I don't like people trying to make up facts, which are false, in the chat. And then confusing people in the chat to think, maybe he's right. Is that really real? What? Like, no. That's not a thing at all. There was never a plan for Malachi Black to be in a group with Edge or whatever, and then they replace him with Damian Priest. What are you talking about? As far as the polls do go, got the Twitch poll here. 67% liked the show. 33% thought it was just all right. As far as the Twitter poll does go, ooh, 42% did not like the show. 30%. Liked the show and 27% did not like Raw. 
Uh, Hot Rod Bubba can't talk about HelloFresh if they're not sponsored today. <clears throat> they're not the sponsor for this podcast, so we don't promote them. They were the sponsor earlier, but not right now. <clears throat> um, as far as the YouTube poll does go, 55% liked the show. 34% thought it was just all right. And 11 did not like the show. As far as the text messages do go, got a couple of them here. This person says, with Roman Reigns most likely staying on SmackDown as the Undisputed Universe Champion, will Raw crown a new world champion? Yes, eventually, I believe so. It's already been semi-discussed that, yeah, Roman will stay the double champ for a little while, and then eventually, whatever brand he's not on, because they can always move him to Raw if they wanted as this double champ, but he'll most likely stay on SmackDown until the draft or whatever, and yeah. It says, now that Cody is back in WWE, do you think anyone else from AEW could possibly go WWE anytime soon? I don't know. Because I don't know exactly, as far as contracts do go, I don't know of anybody, and I'm not trying to be rude here, but with name value. I don't know of anybody with name value. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? How do I explain this? I don't know if anybody with name value that their contract's coming up now that I think would consider the move. Uh, Mr. Bang says, HelloFresh tells you when you can promote. Uh, no, so what it is is when you get like a sponsor, the sponsor is set for X amount of podcasts throughout a week, and they're set for two this week. I already did one earlier today with the, um, what's it called? The wrestling wrap-up with HelloFresh. So I'll save them for another podcast through the week, maybe Dynamite or SmackDown on Friday. Or I'll just do wrestling wrap-up again Friday morning. So yeah, you get, you know, when you say, you, you say, okay, well, you know, you're the sponsor for the week for X amount of podcast episodes. Not every for the week, but X amount. And then I choose which ones here and there. This person says, you think Rhea Ripley will join Edge and Damian Priest in their heel stable? It's possible. Very, very possible. This is Raw did good tonight. Do you like Ezekiel? New look for Elias now. Do you think Edge and Priest going to team now? Maybe go after Raw Tag Team Championships. I do think eventually they should be a tag team going for the tag titles. Yes. I can't really give thoughts other than it seems stupid now on the Elias Ezekiel stuff. I really kind of want to just see it play out. But I do think it's dumb. Maybe it can. Maybe they can change my mind going forward. But right now, I think it's dumb. This person says, "I think Raw did okay tonight. I don't like how WWE using U.S. Champion Finn Balor on Monday Night Raw after or at Raw at all. Also, do you think Rhea Ripley? Which I already talked about that. So I mean, it's I I get it. They should be using Finn better than they are. But I mean, if Theory's going to be the next challenger, then screw it. Have him beat him, and then they can have a good match. I think the two in a singles match that is." given time and allowed to actually be good could be really good. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. We'll be live again on Wednesday for the wrestling, no, not the wrestling wrap up for AEW Dynamite. So with that, guys, have a great night. I'll see you next time.